When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to Monday's edition of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. Yes, we're back because football, Scottish Football Premiership is almost back. We're almost there. It's it's but three days away. Um, annoyingly, if you're a Hibs fan, it is three days away. Uh, I'm really uh, not really that fussed by it coming back, to be honest. Could we have just games at 10 o'clock and, and 3 o'clock for, the, for another month, please? Maybe just not in a despotic regime. That'd be fantastic. Anyway, I've, uh, that's rambling a bit too much. I'm joined here by Graham Fulis. Hello, Duncan. And Ewan Taylor. Hello, Duncan. Ewan, you're sounding uh, particularly like someone that hasn't just wolfed uh, a load of toast (laughs) and uh, smoked salmon. And and cream cheese. It was lovely. (laughs) And cream cheese. Oh, right. uh, You're doing nothing to... to dissuade people about uh, image about uh, Rangers lawyers, I was going to sprinkle some uh, some dill on it, but I can find any. Sadly, oh, so, okay. uh, just, so just on the season on the season returning, it does have a real like sort of last week of the school holidays vibe for me at the moment. It's just like I, I keep looking at the looking at the fixtures, being like, "Need fucking do this again? Are we sure? We thought about this. We've only got like nine players, mate." Do you, do you, it's uh, you're right. It's a bit like you know, when you get the new timetable for your next year after you've done your exams, like, and you come back to it, and you're like, ah, come on, like this, this week, who, this week, who, who, this week who is essentially here. Like, who are we kidding here? We're not doing this, any work. This week is essentially my mum taking me to buy like new trousers before <laughs> S, the start of S two. Like, why? Like, this is this is rubbish. Don't want any of this. Can we not like genuinely? If we just played all the Premiership games at like ten o'clock, three o'clock, and eight o'clock. We could probably finish the season by about April, March. Right. I would let's say wrap, do we th- could wrap it by February, I would say. Let's just do that. Like- let's just do that and we can all get on with the rest of our year without having to watch fucking Motherwell. <laughs> uh... So, as you might have guessed by the title of the show, uh, we've we've been asked to look at what we've got wrong about the season so far, seeing as we are, uh, well, I suppose the season did start for for some of us, but way back in the sunny days of July, and uh, now I've not seen the sunlight since I, I don't know when. So uh, that gives you know about five months worth of uh, of predictions and things that we thought might happen, and we were primarily looking at the the Premiership team. So we'll kind of go through probably uh, a prediction each for for uh, a prediction from for each team, um, and I'm going to just. Uh, 
go in a wild order, and I'm going to start with Livingston. Why not? Let's go. Let's go uh, with Livingston. Uh, Ewan, what, what did you get wrong about Livingston? Did you have anything for this? Because there might not be for all these teams. <laughs> what did I, what did I, Livingston, I mean, they're sort of, they'd be one of the few teams I would say, I mean, th- this would be a considerably uh, shorter podcast if we were doing that on things that we predicted correctly for the, the season ahead. But <laughs> uh, Livingston are probably the one team that I would say they're more or less doing, because Livingston are just doing Livingston. Um, I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're sl- doing slightly you know, better than than I thought, but that's probably only because other teams have done much worse than I thought they would. Um, so uh, you know, I mean, Livingston are probably the the team that performs a uh, best to their to their sort of budget and um, and abilities most seasons, and I think that's just the case uh, again. Um, I mean, I was looking at who I predicted would be their best uh, signing and worst signing, uh, and I, I think I said the boy. Kanchar, can, 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 yep. uh, him as the worst signing. He's probably not been that good, but uh, you know. But they just—it doesn't really matter who plays for Livingston, uh, who they sign. They're just you know pretty good, and that's just been the case again this season. In, in fairness, I had their worst signing as Scott Bitson do, uh, which appears to be absolutely spot on. The oh yeah, <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> Is he one of the ones that Fowler sort of uh, almost got cancelled for by confusing him with a, another guy that, of, of a similar race that actually does get a game for them? Um, I think you <laughs> retrieved the situation, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, he's, is he the one that's on loan uh, or both, I think, is he? Or, yes, yeah. he is on loan at, bot- at bottom of the table in the Championship or both. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've done he's, all right there. He's not shooting the lights out. Fair no. play. Fair play. Um, so my. Uh, my my feeling was I for for I don't know why uh, I, I I thought this would be the case, but I I really thought that Ishmael Goncalves was going to have screwed the nut and he was going to turn it around and Davy Martindale was exactly the type of guy that could get something out of him and uh, his appearances so far suggest that or, or lack of appearances so far suggest that is absolutely not the case and he is exactly who uh, we all know him to be. Uh, and given the amount of chances he has had, uh, still will probably always, but just by virtue of his talent alone, continue to get clubs. But uh, he'll still before the end of the season, as long as he's not empty in January, before the end of the season, he will still do something outrageously good at football. In addition to something outrageously, just outrageous before the end of the season, because I kind of feel like his time at Livingston has just been kind of like slowly yeah. bubbling. Of just you've been quite bad. Ultimately, like you're just not really offering a huge amount, but I do feel at some point before the end of the season we'll get. I feel as long as he stays there and isn't empty in January, I think we'll get a bit of both before the end of the season, just because that's how things work. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that seems alright. I think you'll get that one highlight that uh, he can stick on a YouTube reel that is that, that his agent can stick around and he'll uh, join. I don't know, uh, you know, th- a third tier German club and then Cyprus and stuff. Whatever. Somewhere in Greece, yeah, somewhere yeah. in Greece. Uh, I've I've hit the ra- I've got, I've opened up a random number generator between one and twelve, and it's taken us to our next club, which is uh, the current league leaders, uh, Celtic Football Club. Mm. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, Graham, what, what were your have you have you got anything wrong about Celtic this season? I had more at Jenstown as their worst signing, um, but ultimately, like they didn't, did they make a bad signing? But like, there's that's they, yeah, they, that, 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 
But Rangers ones thing. are much yeah, more. Rangers ones are much better. And we'll get to that. Rangers mm. ones will get to that because my Rangers ones are much worse and much, uh, much, uh. Um, much more chaotic. Um, but I had them as top of the league. I had um, Postecoglou as manager of the year. I had Jota as best signing, which is kind of a cheat because he's already been here. But again, he's been very good. Moritz um, Jensen's worst signing, which again might be true. Might mm. not be true, just depending on which particular thing you want to look at with them, because everyone that they brought in has done pretty well. Yeah. I had Jens yes. as well, as they were signing in. I, I think that that might be the case. I would, I mean, I, 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 one thing I thought would happen, which hasn't happened, is that I thought uh, Bernabe would replace Greg Taylor quite easily, and that's definitely not been the case. Uh, Taylor's you know, been one of Celtic's probably most consistent players across the whole season, um, which is saying something. And I'm, not in, I'm not in trouble with authorities. Yes, also <laughs> the parts we know. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, Bernabe uh, just uh, you know, when he hasn't been um, getting arrested, he's he's not been that <laughs> that great. Uh, you know, he doesn't look like he can really defend that well at the moment. He's, he's had his moments going forward, um, but uh, but yeah, that, he's he's not. I, I thought that was probably the easiest position for Celtic to improve upon in the summer, to be honest. Uh, but uh, but Greg Taylor's really kicked on, um, much to Craig Anderson's delight, and uh, and and yeah, uh, I, I, I can't actually see um, Burnaby getting in the team this season. Uh, you know. You know, on a regular basis, I think it's it's going to take longer if he is going to supplant um, uh, supplant Taylor at all. Yeah, I think uh, for for me, I, I'm just amazed that they've not had really a dud signing yet. You know that that this is yeah. this is a, an incredibly prolonged uh, McCarthy hot streak. Was McCarthy, Gucci, don't, yeah. for, don't forget, don't sleep on Gucci. He's been fucking dreadful. <laughs> um, <laughs> He, yeah. he's, his only thing is Celtic that was, if you see like uh, not that I'm a big fan of looking at pictures like this but pictures of uh, Celtic you know, having won the league and they're celebrating all that and uh, all the Japanese boys are um, so you've got you know, Maeda uh, Furahashi Hitati and there's clearly another guy that's just been cropped out of all the photos and, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, and it's Gucci oh, yeah. and it's just like he just like and I, I constantly like you know, if you're ever watching Celtic uh, and like a friendly or like a uh, you know a Diddy Cup game or whatever, and you think, who the fuck's that guy? It's Gucci. <laughs> um, but, but sadly, apparently he's away in January. So, you say sadly as if anybody is going to notice. <laughs> no, yeah. I just think it's I, sort of comedy comedy value. Uh, I, 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 I I had a thought that that Moy would be uh, a dud, but he's 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 not going to take them very far in Europe. But he's exactly he's. He's entirely very, very capable for uh, for what he they need to do yeah. Uh, yeah. in the league, yeah, and fine. and you know that's kind of where they are. They're not they're, they're every signing they've made has kind of been a sensible gamble. They've not they've not really you know, pushed the bunny out. And then you look at I just also like you have to say they've not kicked out anyone out. They've not pushed anyone that they lost in the summer that you can say oh, that actually that was a big loss. You know, uh, mm. I think they said for a while they would lose, they would miss Julien, but ultimately Nat beat on yeah. Nat, like Rogic. you know, Rogic, you know, yeah, like a wee bit, uh, but not. I mean, you can't say that Celtic have struggled for creativity or goals or anything like that. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, Rogic is Celtic, been, I think. You know, but a Yeti, you know, I forgot that he was still still on their books. You know, like yeah, I think, I think like, he is yeah. still there. Yeah, no, you see, he's, he's on Stromgratz on loan. 
Um, is he on? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. but yeah, you know, they've not, they've not, no one's left that you've been like, oh well, that you know, that was that's a re- that, that they've had the downgrade or they, they have problems. So yeah, yeah I think they're <laughs> regrettably they're going to canter to. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, mo- mo- moving on, moving yeah, move, on, move, moving, moving on. on quickly. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well, and and I, I amazingly, like as if it, I'm uh, running the SFA in the 80s, it seems like I'm um, pulling out the old firm together or not together. Uh, Rangers are the next one up in the the, the uh, number generator. Uh, Ewan, let's go to you first. Hmm. Well, things have not gone quite quite uh, as I had uh, planned slash predicted <laughs> slash hoped. Uh, <laughs> I might have thought that Rabbi Batondo would be our best signing, uh, blown away as I was with his performances and friendlies. And incidentally, he was quite good uh, in the friendly we just played against Barry Leverkusen there. So it looks like the the boy is tremendous in, in friendlies only. Um, my my so, nephew that, yeah. that went to that game. Ah, yeah, he's your se- second player. second game uh, seeing uh, Rangers. They've both been friendlies and both come away. Both times come away has been hugely impressed by well, Rabbi Matundo is his favourite player as a result. Uh, He's so. got an eye for a player. He can uh, yeah, be a podcaster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So this season has not gone. I mean, I always say there's no point in going into a season thinking your team's going to be shite. So I. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, excuse me. I mean, if the cat, you've got to go in with a little bit of optimism. Uh, you sacked our manager three like twenty four hours before the season started. Exactly, and then you were yeah, you went into the first game. The first fixture absolutely buzzing, weren't you? You were buzzing. <laughs> Stevie Hamill was you know, get, uh, it was a lot of excitement. <laughs> so, I mean, you might have got into the first game of the you know European campaign not thinking much was uh, good was going to happen, and and that was correct. And that was but, absolutely correct. <laughs> but, but generally, I have you know, not been disappointed in the slightest. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I don't know. I, I sort of thought we would do. Uh, Better. I mean, I think if you if you put a gun to my head and, and you said, "Are Rangers going to win the league this season?" I think I probably would have said no. But uh, <laughs> but I did. Uh, but I, officially, I predicted that we would win the treble. Um, no, so <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm to I, no surrender. Well, uh, it was probably yeah. Well, that, that's why you're on the you're publicly no surrender, but privately surrender. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid, and uh, yeah, I didn't. I I, just, I thought it was quite obvious the that obviously Celtic last season, you know, the the overall sort of points tally to win the league wasn't that high, but that was because Celtic had a had their worst start in in decades. Uh, 
but obviously they picked up after that and it was quite clear this season it was going to be you know, you're going to have to probably hit 100 points to win the league um, if not more than that so it, it was always a bit unlikely that we were the Rangers were going to be able to do that um, under Van Bronckhorst anyway because just the way he set the team up it was uh, you know draws are quite likely because we don't really try to kill teams off um, so we shall see what happens under Mr Beal uh, but but yeah this season is just it feels like a sort of bit of a waste of a half uh, six months really um, we've just gone backwards so we shall we shall see um, I did predict that John Sutter would be our signing and so far he's had like however many minutes he played against Livingston just getting absolutely destroyed by Joel Nubley and then he's been injured apart from that so so that was correct um, that was but, that was exactly how I predicted his time <laughs> at Rangers would go so uh, I'm feeling quite good about that but yeah I had, but, um, I had I had Rid Van Yilmaz as my best signing after I got tricked uh, by all those boys pretending to watch Turkish football last year <laughs> you might come get yet no you, I what you did was confused I hope they're all very you, happy with themselves what, what you confused is a load of lads going to Turkey uh, and, and taking an interest in the, the, the follicle yes. treatments yes. that you can get. The, the, and on the flip side, I had Ben Davies as worth signing, so that's probably arguably not far off it either. Uh, yeah. yeah, Mike, he's, he's right. Most of the signings, like in isolation, either make sense or you, you can't really judge them yet. Some, you know, Matondo probably is probably the worst one because he was quite expensive and has been absolutely brutal. Um, but yeah, but the, the, the rest of them, like they could still come good but like they weren't gonna under uh from Broncos, so we'll see what happens now but but yeah uh, yeah i don't think you could say other than maybe Cholak, i don't think you could really say any of them have been been that great either so so uh, just a bit disappointing yeah i was i had uh down as kind of a surprise the, the idea that um I don't know why I'm surprised actually that that uh that scottish cops would would bite the bullet with their manager so quickly but it is just six, just over six months since uh, since Seville, uh, and you were in the yeah. final of a of a cup. And uh, again, we've talked about this many a time. I suppose that 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 mask that run masks a lot of utterly indifferent league play, um, mm. which which the run kind of gave you an excuse to. That was the reason for that. That felt like that was the reason for the league uh, being yeah. lack, lackluster. And then you suddenly realise, oh no, that's actually that was uh, that was the pattern of that was the pattern that wasn't in. That, that's with, the deal. We're doing really well in Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the uh, that's fair. But um, but uh, not 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 a stellar season so far. We shall uh, we shall see. But still, I mean, the treble's still on. Obviously, I did predict that at the start of the season. Uh, <laughs> seems unlikely uh, that Broncos is going to win Manager of the Year as I predicted, um, unless it's, you know, someone tries to be really clever and, and works. Yeah. <laughs> he, he set the groundwork, uh, but uh, but no, I, um, I, I I suspect we will not win the treble. But um, at the moment, it's still good. Well, uh, you'll be you'll be happy to know you. Know, we're moving to a team that have had an, a, a stinker of a season, even more so than than uh, Rangers. And that is Dundee United. And I'll go first. And my, the prediction I got wrong is I thought Jack Ross was going to be a success at Dundee United. I yeah. thought that was that was gonna yeah. that was gonna work out. I thought that that should fit him quite well. And uh, I have uh, been completely shown up for that. Yeah. I thought it was a great appointment. I had them at fourth place. Which is still possible, still feasible. Yeah. I mean, broadly, anyone can finish anywhere still, but they are yeah. fucking stinking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think one of the sort of uh, overall like, things I, I got wrong is I really thought there would be like quite a defined early on top six in that mm. I thought you'd have the old firm 
Aberdeen had strength and hearts uh, were going to be at least as good as they were last season. Hibs, I thought, well, they'd sign players. We'll come on to that. Uh, <laughs> and, the, and Dundee United looked like they'd, they'd signed really well and had like a much better manager than they had the previous season. So I thought, well, those, those probably are the six biggest clubs by budget. And they all look to have probably strengthened in the summer. Therefore, that we won't have this just amorphous blob of a mid table mm. that we had uh, last season. But the blob's back. Uh, you know, there, Long there, live there, the blob. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's however many points between the, the uh, you know twelfth and and, um, and and third, really. The, so that that is back. Um, but yeah, I thought Dundee United would be top six. I had them as sixth, but I, I thought they would be you know comfortable. Sort of top six, and uh, it doesn't look like that's that's going to happen. It's fair to say. Graham, what did what did you have? Was it was it potentially uh, Dylan Levitt related, or uh, uh, did I predict no. Dylan Levitt to be their worst signing? Yes, it did. Um, <laughs> is that incorrect? I could argue possibly not. Um, Dylan Levitt's signing, and I maintain this from the off. Ultimately, is that I'm not convinced it's a good signing in the basis that it will have been very expensive for a guy who, if you don't punt. Basically now, it's probably going to run down his contract and he'll leave for fuck all. Um, mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is not only see my take um, <laughs> and look at it, what I'm going to do is I'm going to double down on it and suggest Ooh. that still that remains the case. I think he will in- ultimately end up being a bad signing. The, th- the plan was, <clears throat> the plan I assume was for him to play at the World Cup, do really well, get punted almost immediately, take a big bag of cash and then actually buy a functioning goalkeeper or a defender that's not 300 years old or a fullback um, to play in your back line. Um, I, that won't happen. Um, he may leave at the end mm. of the season, but it'll be a reduced fee because no club is going to pay what they want for him. Uh, because he's you? not performed. Because <laughs> yeah. he's, yeah. he's not performed and he'll be out of contract in a year. So if you really want him, just hang out until January, offer, uh, offer some sort of fee to get him at half price. Be fine. So yeah, I stand by that. I, as much as they have signed some absolute dumplings, the majority of them certainly have. will have been more. Or the majority of them were very cheap, at least to acquire, and um, possibly not quite so cheap to actually, you know, pay. <laughs> However, um, I maintain that, and I will. I, I'm doubling down on that take ultimately. That's, I mean, that's, that's fair enough. Right, we'll uh, move from the, the, random, the random number generators taking us to number four, which is Hearts. Um, I'm going to say this, the, mine off the bat. Duncan, I, I, Duncan, Duncan, can I just stop you for a minute? How have yep. you numbered these teams? How are Hearts Heart- number four? How are Celtic like number 12? What is going on no, here? No, Celtic were two. Celtic were two. How are Celtic two? two? Is it alphabet- alphabetical? Right. Okay. Good. Oh, right. Right. No, I was just. Uh, I was trying to figure out what, what in, in what in what way Hearts were number four on the list. It was no, no, yeah, no, no. Not fine. Um, no, you're good. Uh, I, I I thought Lawrence Shanklin didn't have it. I thought he was. I thought that was going to be uh, five hundred grand down down the hole. Um, and sadly, sadly, he's actually quite good for uh, this Hearts team, and that probably is and is a Premiership striker. Yes, regrettably, I, regrettably, I re- he says. I thought at the time that was a very weird argument that a lot of Hibs fans were having, given that for mm. a, a significant period of time, a lot of Hibs fans were very insistent that Jason Cummings was a good player. Um, 
And I'd like to say that I'm firmly it was not in that kind of in that well, kind of, the, well, the, the, the Venn diagram overlap was thankfully did not include me. I think there was, I think the Venn diagram overlap of those people are quite significant. Yes, um, no, that's true. Of guys that <laughs> still think Jason Cummings could come back and do a really good job for Hibs. Um, well, he went to World Cup, didn't he? So, uh, well, he's the first Scotsman <laughs> to play in the last 16. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The last 30, 16, 32. Fuck. Regardless, the knockout stages. Um, yeah, I thought it was very strange at the time, and I did feel like a lot of people were going to end up looking very silly there because his season at Dundee United, he was very good uh, in a footballing sense, even if his goals didn't really stack up. And at the very minimum, with the collection of players that Hearts have, even if that's all he did, rather than the number of goals that he scored, I still thought he would be a good sign and a good facilitator mm-hmm. for Hearts. Um, so I'm very glad to have been proven right on that front. I, however, was proven wrong. Um, on Kai Rowles being the worst signing, um, which was in the middle of the uh, the mania of players of people of clubs signing Australian uh, A League players, and by, was, by that point, by that point, it's very much a case of like all these A League guys are going to be diddies. So I suppose it was half right. There was a there was a moral panic. Like yeah. let's be honest, like we all we all got a bit carried away with ourselves. There was we just didn't have a handle of what was happening. There was all these yeah. guys you know coming through. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, I said some things. I, I I would like to make it very clear. I, I, I there was nothing I said about immigration that I regret. I, I regret the, the influx of A League players, um, <laughs> which is an entirely different thing. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I uh, I think I think Hearts are probably. Uh, I I sort of thought Hearts season would go more or less like this, and that they wouldn't really be able to cope when they were in Europe, but they would still be okay, and then they'll, they'll eventually finish fourth, um, which I think probably will still happen. I, I didn't think Tank Castle yes. would into the killing fields, and they would just be like absolutely <laughs> decimated. Like, I mean, it was it was felt like they were just like all the players were allergic to playing twice a week, even though they must have done that at times. It was just like ridiculous uh, levels of injuries, and um, some of the defenses they had to field were hilarious. Uh, like the four fullbacks. Um, but uh, but no, I, I mean I think they sort of they probably be quite happy with where they're they're sitting, um, given everything that's happened. But uh, we we'll, we we'll need to see how they go on when uh, you know, now they've got Rose presumably coming back fit, and uh, I think Halkett's fit as well, isn't he? So um, so yeah, they they may they may well kick on. But I thought Shankland would, was going to be good because he, he was actually pretty good for Dundee United. It was it was more that. Um, he had to shoot from the halfway line because otherwise he wasn't getting any shots. <laughs> so, and he didn't manage to score once, but that was that was pretty much it. Um, under Mickey Mellon, <laughs> that was a that was a very negative spell. Um, I thought Alan Forrest would be the worst player, the worst signing, and I don't think he's been hmm. that great. Uh, I couldn't really understand why everyone thought he'd be really yeah, good. Yeah, it was the same. It's just like you know, he, he was good at Livingston. Everyone's good at Livingston. You know, it doesn't mean you're going to get anywhere else. It wasn't actually on my list as worth saying, but the one I got very wrong was Stephen Humphreys because I took one look at him and was like, mm. dumpling. Oh, yeah, you look like just a like, massive dumpling. You just look like an absolute dumpling. Just in a physical sense, just as like, what you look like as a footballer is not a footballer. Yes. Um, but <laughs> he looks pretty handy. looks pretty useful. Yeah. He, look, he looks very like annoying. a very specific footballer and he looks like Ryan Stevenson. But apart from that, he, he, he doesn't look like a footballer in the in the broader sense. We'll need, um, we'll need to investigate as to whether he's been vaccinated or not, and then we'll really know. It doesn't look like he has been to me, but you know, <laughs> that's a, that a generalisation. Um, On the flip side as well, I thought George Grant would be quite good, and he is not. Mm. 
Yeah, I won't, I won't, I won't stand for any, any, any Hart's uh, insistence that he's actually quite good in the offers. No, he doesn't. No, no, he doesn't. It's the same as a whole collection of other central midfielders that Hart's have seen in the yeah. past sort of like five or six years who they're yeah. insistent and, and convinced that will be good. He's not. Yeah, he really needs to lead into Horky if he wanted to be good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Call it about, that, that is your name, mate. I'm sorry if your parents have spelled it wrong, but you're not called George. <laughs> yes. Unless it's Portuguese, in which case it should be more like George. But I, that, I've no, not heard George is good. I like I've not heard any. Yeah, no, no commentators have gone for that. So I, I, I George Grant. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that does sum up my kind of attitude towards Hearts and their insistence on anti flair that you would sign up a player called uh, <laughs> clearly called Jorge, Yor- 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 and uh, you're going to insist on calling him George. Every Andrea signed is to, to called to Drew uh, or something similar. Like, you know, you will ha- you'll have a you'll have a Sunday name. Uh, we'll now go to uh, Dingwall to Ross County. Uh, Graham, what were your, have you got anything wrong about uh, Malky Mackay's uh, collection? That basically that's I'm not just it's just a, a collection of players. I kind of assumed that they'd continue in the in the in the vein that they did last year, and it. I mean, that still might be the case. They have looked absolutely ranked for a big chunk of the season. Um, I, long-term listeners to the podcast might remember my Inverness face blindness, where, as far as I was concerned, Inverness had Richie Foran and then a bunch of other kids. Um, <laughs> it's kind of how I feel about Ross County as well. Like My predictions mm. for best signing was Jan Danda. My worst signing was George Harmon. I genuinely don't know, mate. Um, I, I, I they, they, they are the epitome of the, the Norm Macdonald sketch brought yeah. to life. You know, it's like, yeah, and then the Jake Eastwood, Ben Purrington. Like, you know, I, really, I, really, I really like William Accio, but again, it's very little. That, that's essentially because I've watched a lot of tactical analysis of, of William Accio done by himself. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a good character. Yeah, I like, I'm, he's he's he. If all of the Ross County squad could start their own YouTube channels, just and, and then, this is whoa, 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 whoa. just remember who their manager is and the, <laughs> uh, the radicalization that can, so the radicalization that can happen online. Uh, I'm a bit, a bit concerned about this. Uh, yeah, if they could do that, that would yeah. be really helpful to so that I could maybe yeah, tell the difference yeah. between dread, Ben dread Porrington see, uh, and Callum Johnson. McKay's recommended videos on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's I'm... the algorithm. It's the algorithm. Oh, no, I don't think it is, mate. <laughs> it just looks the same as Telfers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, fine. He do- it's fine. He doesn't listen to that, so it's all right. Yeah, I think... I. I Ross County are a, a, a total crossroads at the moment. I think the break came at probably the wrong time for them in terms of they'd actually finally found out how to win games, albeit one of them was against Hibs and really shouldn't count at this stage. Um, but yeah, my impression was that the I thought that the gap between the Canadian Premier League and the SPFL Premiership should be too much. And... Uh, the jury's still very much out. We're we're in we're in uh, we're going through the planning process. I think on that bridge, rather than saying it's, yeah. it's, it's approved and and we're going to be moved to construction very soon. I mean, there's, um, there's there's the assumption that they'll do the same as they did last year and have a, a rough start, and then at one point they'll turn it around and and be really good and go on a rerun and and be very competitive. I'm not 
convinced that's the case. Like their form has been pretty poor. They won a couple of games before the break, which is where like if you got fifteen points, and you win two games in the three games before the break. Then that's without that. I don't know. It's a daft thing to say. Without that, you're looking pretty grim. Of course they did, but I'm just not convinced by any of them. Really, they don't look particularly defensively sound. They don't look particularly threatening attacking wise, and there doesn't seem to have the. The, the sort of identity that they had last year. I don't know whether it's something um, Motherwell did when McCall, when Stuart McCall left, is or when Stuart McCall tried to rebuild, was essentially just try and replace the players with the same type of players, and it just didn't really work because you don't you can't plug and play footballers like that. It doesn't work like that because everyone's got their own foibles, however they come across. So it doesn't really work like that, and I'm not quite sure if... I never get the impression that they have a, a really firm identity in the way that they did in certainly the second half of last season. Mm. Yeah, they've not replaced like, Hungbo and, um, and Charles Cook, really. And then they, yeah. were, they, they were Ross County, to a large extent, going forward, at least last season. So, uh, so yeah, yeah they're, they're not as good a team. I, I, I sort of thought, just because of the way they'd recruited... Um, or with Mackay, to be honest, had recruited uh, last summer that these guys I hadn't really heard of would be good, but that's just basically not been the case. So, uh, <laughs> so see, I, I thought they'd they'd be like seventh. I think I had them down as so like uh, probably best of the rest in terms of uh, you know all the teams with maybe slightly smaller budgets, but that doesn't seem seem like I don't I don't know if I think they'll go down, but uh, it's definitely a possibility. I think they're well in that conversation. Yeah, mm. yeah. From uh, from Ross County, we'll go to Paisley to St Mirren. Um, I'm I'm going to stick mine out first, which was so I watched them uh, get played off the park by Airdrie in the the League Cup, and I was I was dead. I was like, this is this is a team that is playoff bound, if not relegation. Like just be, like it was uh, the the problems that that. You always thought that maybe exist in a Stephen Robinson's team that he would maybe just piss everyone off. Uh, that you know that, mm. and they were. They, it wasn't a case like you know you, you've I've watched League One teams beat Premiership sides, and it's kind of been a bit of not necessarily by hook or by crook, but you know that they've, they've, they've had to stay lucky to be on. That this was mm. um, a mid a team that just uh, did, did you know it was playoffs in League One last season, who outplayed, who out fought. Who out managed in terms of the game uh, with a twenty nine year old centre half also playing as uh, also player manager, you know, uh, with with and they had they had four subs on the like like Airdrie were really uh, like had not a lot going for them and they absolutely battered uh, Saint Marin and you were just like this doesn't bode well. Uh, so I've been completely wrong about that because actually the Saint Marin have turned out to be semi useful. You know, I mean, again, the only team that's beaten Celtic uh, and stuff like that. But you, uh, if you told me that that team back on that night in July were going to win, uh, were going to be where they are now and have have picked up the only, in fact, the only defeat on Celtic, I would have been utterly shocked because it was a team of absolutely nothing. Yeah, I was. So apologies to buddies. It's it's always been like that's that's kind of always been how. Stephen Robinson's teams tend to go and they are very streaky and when when it works like it's meant to work um, it's really good and they're really competitive and that the, the game against Celtic was a perfect example of that and that they just were everywhere they were mm. on top of everybody and when it works it's great but the problem with it is that if you have if one guy or two guys within that team have an off day then that's the case and at the start of the season it felt like 
one or two guys weren't having an off day, like seven, eight of them mm. having an off day on that day. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I had them um, finishing eleventh. Um, so yeah, absolutely fair enough. And it's 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 guys like Mark O'Hara that will be the defining factor in their season. Like Robinson seems to have them that's all on never side. Never want and that's well, no, never just, But that's if, the way in which that team plays. It needs guys like him to be brave and be on the front foot and be aggressive with their pressing. Because as soon as they drop off, then you will get picked apart. Ultimately, um, the signs, some of the signs they've brought in as well, like the boy Bacchus, is absolutely top draw really really good player um and the strain as well i think from the wing, the wing back strain mm. as well I, I remain baffled as to how natty atkinson went to the world cup and ryan strain didn't he um yeah. so yeah both of them very very good um broadly a pretty good team i had declan gallagher down as the worst sign but that's just a bitterness <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sorry welcome it is absolutely welcome not sorry yeah no i'd add I'd them down as 11th as well um I had, for their worst side, I had a guy called Tayosi Olusanya. I've never heard of him. I don't. I, I don't know how I predicted him as worst side. I've never. I'd, I'm not aware of him doing anything all season. Has he played for them? I don't know. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, I don't know um, how, uh, <laughs> how that's going to go. But uh, but yeah, he's um, generally speaking, I think they've, they've done they've done all right. And I actually sort of I would revise my. A prediction now is that I, I think they should really be finishing top six with the team they've got yeah. um, having watched them but whether they will or not they might just do a classic sort of submit and not quite not quite make it but um, well, I, they'll, be re- they'll be really close going into the final game of the set before the split and, and we've all seen that film before what I've enjoyed yes. most of all has been the resurgence of Trevor Carson and his return to playing first team football I absolutely loved Big Trev when he was with us um, he is He's been so unlucky with injuries, yeah. hasn't he? And like, it's not even just, it's, the injuries he's had have just been like the oh, most we, weird one. You know, mm. deep vein, deep vein thrombosis. Yeah. yeah, like which is there was an article about that. There's a, a I think it was in one of the papers about how like basically because he was on so many blood thinners and stuff. Like if he like bumped his head in the cupboard, something along those lines, then he had to go to a hospital because like his blood was so thin and it was so dangerous for him to lead to all sorts of different things like that's he's just living like that that sounds fucking exhausting so to do that to then get back to playing to then spend a bit of time with Dundee United who I mean as it turns out should have kept him we perhaps <laughs> should have kept him both both teams could have benefited enormously from from Trevor Carlson this season um, yeah delighted to see him back playing football and being back to probably as close to his best as he is likely to get yeah so delighted for Trevor Carlson um, and I hope that they finish below us but I doubt it so uh, just by timeliness and obviously there's always connections going to Motherwell going to your team Graham how uh where, what did you get wrong about Motherwell this season? Nothing. <laughs> Legitimately not. At this point of the season, I know it's not the halfway point of the season, but it's the, the split within the season. I had predicted Motherwell would finish ninth. I predicted that Paul McGinn would be our best signing and that Josh Morris would be our worst signing. Um, I'm willing to listen to any arguments against either of those things being true or any of those things being true because the league position you can't argue with if we finish ninth at the end of the season I will be genuinely delighted because we are a disaster Um, so yeah good good absolutely nailed it uh, across the board fair play Fair play. I, yeah. I think. I mean, I uh, I had you down as ninth as well, but the, what I I think because <clears throat> I think when we made these predictions, it was just before the season started. So I had uh, I think everyone had like you had predicted was going to get sacked first, and 
everybody put Graham Alexander because he was literally <laughs> minutes away from getting sacked. The time. <laughs> I was like, get that in. That's one prediction, correct? Uh, but, uh, I, but I think if I'd known then that you were going to replace uh, Alexander with Stevie Hamill, I think I might have predicted relegation because I thought it was a pretty poor so appointment. Could, could, so still, could still be the case, but I thought I, you know, I, I assumed you would appoint somebody with a bit more of a track record, obviously. Uh, and uh, Hamill's probably done better than I than I expected so far. Um, without shooting the lights out by any stretch, but a uh, but you know, considering what he had to work with, which was <laughs> nothing, uh, yeah, great Alexander's uh, collection of uh, misfits. Um, then, uh, then yeah, I think he's, he's done all right, and I suppose it would just be to what extent there's any scope to, to change things around in January. Um, the, 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 the only one, the only, the only argument for best signing that you could make is that Matt Penny has been by a distance our best player, um, but mm. he's probably away at the end of January, so probably doesn't count as our best season, best signing for the season, but that's about the only one within there as well. And you could also make an argument that Rolando Arendt uh, is a worse signing than uh, Josh Morris, given that he played about seven minutes and then his legs exploded, um, mm. so never played for us again. Well, seems, seems fair enough. I, I really didn't have... Um anything from other people on this I don't like I was just like I just didn't you know that's that uh, madman uh, meme where he's like oh I feel sorry for you he's like I don't think about you at all that was kind of my, my thing on Motherwell at the moment I was just like just like I was like like mm-hmm. sometimes Duncan you and, say that you, you say that but I'm getting well in Tony's head which we'll just get into the rest of the hip support at this point so I'm just going to continue that for as long as I can really yeah well and and, and likewise another club where I I I don't. I don't really necessarily have a huge amount to say. Is Kamarnock the next team on our list? I think that um, they've just been they've, they've done what I kind of expected them to do. I think that that there was there's not, but there wasn't ever going to be the um, you know Derek McInnes when he was at Aberdeen. There was like a noticeable like zip up, like you know, in terms of like you know, because they were at such a low ebb. It came at Kamarnock, you know, when they were underperforming, but not disastrously in the championship and he doesn't he's not been given the resource same same sort of resources he had at, at Aberdeen so it's, it is I think that McInnes is a very capable manager the issue is that he, he does he's it's not going to be the same he will I think he will he'll probably leave Kamarnock in a better place uh, than he that he found it but uh yeah I, and I suppose my, my thing was I pre- this is more that that was in hope and expectation, but I, I wanted uh, Christian Deutsch to to work out, but uh, nope, sorry, sorry, yeah. my sorry, my hat trick boy. I was very McInnes pilled by all of this. I had them mm. uh, as seventh, kind of best of the rest in the bottom six, um, and again, still entirely plausible. But they look like a very limited squad of players. Um, all the nonsense around Lafferty getting his. Oh, however many game ban as well was not what anybody needed um, at Kilmarnock as well um, and I kind of feel that a, a collection of the signings that uh, that McInnes made hasn't haven't really worked out in the way that he hoped um, like I mm. I had Kerr McEnroy as my best signing in there and I, I did gen- I, 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 was, I was hoping a yeah. big impact just I to- thought he was going to have a big impact on them he looked he's looked great Everywhere else he has been on loan, but again, it's at a lower level, and it kind of felt like he was ready to make that step up. Hasn't he really done it? I know Kamarnaker generally seem like a much better team when Jordan Jones plays for them as well, but he's been very in and out of the side as well, and it just feels like nothing. Like 
the two fullbacks that he brought in have looked pretty good uh, in bits and pieces as well. But again, if your best signings are two fullbacks, or, uh, it's time to go. It's time to go yeah. home. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I sort of did wonder why people thought they were going to be good, and then uh, I think the answer is <laughs> <Craig Jim>, Anderson. <laughs> yeah. He's right about most things, but uh, his own football team, uh, no. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I think it was, as you said, people being McInnes pilled. Like, it was just an assumption that Bob McInnes knows what he's doing and he's, he's a really good manager for a team of Kilmarnock stature. So, therefore, they will do do well. But it's just that they've still got a championship team, I think, really. Yeah. And and they were, they were maybe one of the poorer championship winning teams definitely of, of recent years so I, I i didn't see the you know bringing guys like alan power back i thought well that's not i mean i don't think he'd been that great at submitting um so i i, I thought they would uh I, I don't i still don't know if i think they'll get relegated but uh no i, I think, think, I think well, obviously be... what we all want is for them to lose a, a playoff final against air that would be <laughs> tremendous i just um, want to see i just want to <laughs> see a playoff final at somerset park Oh, Every yeah, time yeah. there is an Ayrshire derby, it's absolute chaos, and I just want to see yeah. a, play- a, oh. a playoff final at Somerset. I don't particularly care who wins it. I would just like to see that yeah. scene. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. I mean, what would happen is uh, probably that uh, the first game would be an, a narrow air win, and then Kilmarnock would absolutely batter them at Rugby Park, like 4-0 or something. <laughs> um, but we'd all like to see it. So uh, so hopefully that happens. But yeah, I, I think they'll be... I think I had them down to and I think they'll be around about... Well, I, I think if they're... If they're not 10th, then they're probably going to be 11th or 12th, I would say. From there to St. Johnston. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to all the St. Johnston fans, um, we are who you think we are (laughs) and that we all predicted since like Everyone bar, I think, Tony predicted St. Johnston to finish last. Sorry, Tony and Craig Cairns predicted St. Mirren to finish last. Everyone else predicted St. Johnston to finish last. Um, I'm sort of sorry about that, but also St. Johnston have been terrible. Yeah, but still, Rangers, winning of games. course. Um, yep. But somehow, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're not. They're not. They still aren't good, though. They, they aren't good. <laughs> no, and yet. Uh, is it just yet, the rest of the league is <laughs> shit? Uh, these uh, these dogs of like, war. Yeah, but I suppose I suppose if, like their defenders look better this season than last season, uh, and maybe that's made a bit of a difference. Um, Mitchell has been a very good yeah, signing. Yeah, he, he's a good player. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, they should have even... they got points off Celtic as well. Let's yeah, yeah. and even. And even um, Dre, right? you know, you lose someone of the cal- caliber of uh, Xander Clark, but you you replace him with someone in Remy Matthews who is of like as yeah. good as you can get just, as, a, as a goalkeeping long. It's just, just like, as goalkeeping signing. Like, yeah. like you've signed, you've I, signed. I would argue that Remy Matthews is the most competent goalkeeper within the league. Like he's mm-hmm. just sensible. There's, there's very little. That, However, I don't know if you saw the news this week that. Uh, Elliot El Paz Parish is the new goalkeeping coach at St Johnson, so that that could well change. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I reckon that could, could not survive this potentially. I reckon that's I reckon that's a sensational appointment, given that all the all the very best goalkeeping coaches seem to be made up of absolutely dumpling goalkeepers. Like Stevie <laughs> Woods has been at Celtic and of of a high standing for like two decades now or something. Yeah, Stevie Woods was howling. 
He was atrocious. <laughs> yeah, well, Every we'll time we, I remember as a kid turning up at Fur Park and being devastated that Stevie Woods was still fucking there. Um, so no, I, 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 I reckon El Paz will go on to have a very successful goalkeep, goalkeeping coach career. Yeah. He must be good. I mean, he must not be like good in the restroom or something, because otherwise his career <laughs> makes very little sense. So maybe he's, he's just a natural coach. I want to say my my mea culpa is Nicky Clark has uh, bent it bent mm. right up me because uh, yeah, there was I I thought that was a that was a comp- that was just a ridiculous like it felt like it was a a ridiculous like a, a pointless transfer of a, a man who doesn't do much for Dun United is going to go and sign for St Johnson and not do much for them and yet he has been responsible for how many points this season for St Johnson like and and also not just that in terms of goals has actually looked looked effective like, Steve, like, Stevie May is yeah, a much better player beside that. him as well mm-hmm. like basically every signing that St Johnston have made has showed me up at some point over the season like Considine has been okay Dre Wright has been okay apart from that moment <laughs> Kerry scored against Motherwell Montgomery's literally got it left wing back Jimmy Murphy uh, played the th- scored against Motherwell as well Ryan McGowan has looked very capable basically everywhere they've deployed him Alex Mitchell felt like a signing because all of the signings come from Millwall for some reason or other. Um, <laughs> but again, has looked uh, he just looked like another like just like dull signing. Oh, oh, that's someone that's available from Millwall. Let's, yeah, okay, he's been great as well. Nicky Clark, as you say, another one in there as well. Like basically, all of them have shown me up this season. And mm-hmm. as much as I said at the start of this, St. Johnston haven't been any good. Still sitting very very comfortably um, and don't look like an easy team to beat. So fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now to a theme that make me regularly say fuck's sake. <laughs> it is Hibernian Football Club. Who? Oh, where uh, where to even start? Like just um, th- yeah, but it's just been all not not very good. And uh, yes, for, for, for audio viewers, you've not just seen uh, Graham looking very, very happy. They're not uh, good. They're we are, we are, we are. What I'm enjoying is that at the start of the season, I thought Hibs were going to be, I thought Hibs were going to be atrocious. Mm. And then, kind of at the last minute, Martin Boyle drops into your lap, and you go, "Like it doesn't really matter. Like you can play ten other cunts in Martin Boyle, and you will be a threat at various points within the game. You'll pick up enough points to be good." Now that Boyle's out for the rest of the season, it's a really, it, it's almost like we get to play the what if game, but in real life because we, it, it's not a what if game because you're going to see what Hibs short of Martin Boyle is, and my assumption as, is. As, Relegation candidates. Bad. Real bad because there's no one within that squad that can replace him. McCurdy in his super brief appearances looks like he might offer something within that Hibs side. Or alternatively, might take the hump and just never play again for Hibs. It's it's a real like you said about Ross County it being a real crossroads for them. The first three games coming coming back for Hibs are gonna be so, uh, the, uh, the next difficult. Hibs Hibs have I've got like it's an, it's an absolute rotten. Uh, I'm just I, like up until basically, I, I generally you look at hips fixtures. It doesn't really get comfortable at all because you have you. We come back Thursday. We play Rangers, which is good. That's that's always uh, a laugh. Uh, you got if you're going to have a home fixture, who who do you that's of a non 
big team, who would you least like to face? Oh, it's fucking Livingston. I feel like uh, you've not you been down, Livingston yeah. in, like, you, what was it, Dodge scored his hat-trick in the game for Levy basically didn't turn well, up we're usually day. we're usually alright to get at home, so maybe that might be okay. But then we've got Celtic at home, Hearts away, and then we come to play you, Motherwell, televised uh, on the 8th of January. Then we maybe potentially get a respite against Dundee United at home, but you, I would, wouldn't necessarily say it. And then we play Hearts in the Cup. Like you, the, the mm-hmm. Johnson, can, if, if we get not, if we dare uh, a doing in either of those derbies, knives are out for him. Um, you, you also, like, there's possibly, as Tony said, there's a possibility we could be getting to that Dundee United game or Motherwell game, you know, with like, racking up seven, eight, nine losses. You cannot. You cannot come back from that. You, like yeah, that is yeah. sacking form, regardless of where you are. And I don't see the improvements that um, that, uh, that that Johnson is talking about, and that coupled with just fucking rank. Uh, it's not even rank rotten because there's just a complete confused signing policy of like, and it's just all over the shop. Like it, like it's with supermarket. It's a supermarket sweep. There's absolutely no um, strategy or vision <laughs> or anything like that going through it all. It's like, uh, that's going cheap. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll like, just knocking stuff into that and hoping it works. And yet we still are kind of without a... Uh, we, got lucky, we got lucky that Rocky Bashiri's turned into a player. Like, because playing, otherwise... You're still playing yeah, Lou so, Stevenson and Paul Hanlon. Uh. We're still playing Lou Stevenson in midfield sometimes. Like, this is how, like, this is that we, we didn't sort out central midfield, which, which, which was a problem on... When me and me and Tony left the part, left uh, after we beat St. Johnson four 0 with a fucking uh, James Scott hat trick uh, on the last day of the season, we <laughs> literally went to the pub and talked through where what positions Hibs need to improve on, and the top one was a centre midfielder. And we have we have we improved that situation at all? No, we got in. We're paying Noah Kenny five grand a week to 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 look like an academy player. Like it's yeah. Uh, so what was I, what was I wrong about? <laughs> like I'd, we'd, 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 we'd start um, you trusted in I, Garden I, fair, I'd, say, I'd, I'd say yeah, I'd say uh, I didn't think Mikola Kurevishic would be up for much and he's been absolutely brilliant <laughs> and actually is a player I enjoy watching you, like that is the the, 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 the the glimmer of hope that I have now with this season is that he will just keep scoring goals because uh, mm. without uh, without uh, Martin Boyle we are Fucked. Yeah, oh no, wait a second. No, no, wait a second. Aiden McGeady's coming back. Uh, That's going to solve the problems. Um, Eads. <laughs> yeah, with uh, Kukarevich, he's sort of the opposite of um, of Humphreys in that I also thought he'd be rubbish just because he looks too much like a footballer. You know, sometimes <laughs> players look like. Yeah, yeah, no, you just mean, sort of yeah, say, oh, you, yeah. you look like a footballer, mate, you can play. And then it turns out you, you can't actually play football. Um, but like, oh, yeah. For example, or I would say like Jack Henry before he, you know, when he was at Celtic, mm. people would just, you know, he looked like a centre half, just looked like a centre half, and but couldn't actually play centre half. Um, oh, he's, he's grown into it. We, yeah, we, was... we got around that, but that, I think that that, that was sound, Simon was allowed because we signed so many players who do not look like footballers. <laughs> uh, I'm particularly looking at you, Jai Tavares, and uh, Momadou Bojang. Uh, <laughs> Never Rainbow mind, FC Will legend. Fish. Will so you, Fish. Uh, you can't like, sign somebody from Rainbow FC. <laughs> On loan, on loan, like that, like yeah. Try before you buy. Nope, um, nope, nope. Yeah, nope. no. Um, I had Hibs. I had Hibs at tenth. Would you take that today, Duncan? 
Uh, yes, I yes. would. I would. I know. I know. I know. A lot of uh, Hibs fans wouldn't and still think we could potentially finish third, but they're deluding themselves. They could split the old form. Could split the old form. Ah, oh, someone's um, someone uh, give me a bet on that. Uh, a very drunk Hibs fan yeah, before the season uh, started. Yeah, bet that they would uh, split the old form twenty quid. So that'd be. I think you could go and claim that right yes. now. You. Would. <laughs> I think I could. Uh, I had David Marshall's best signing, so that seems fair enough. No, it's good. I like. I like Marshall. He's been. He, mm. Calm confidence. I did. You and I, I doesn't thought, really help if you've got absolute dog shit in front of you. Yeah, I thought Yuan was going to be good. I have to say, and that's that's really not transpired. Um, not yeah, it's not not really borne out. No. Again, a lot of these players they've got the attributes to threaten to be good, but I mean that's still far too many steps to actually be good in the Scottish Premiership. So it's it's a bit annoying, um, and. I'm going to congratulate myself by we're going to move on and I've not mentioned anything about Ewan Henderson, which is good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, so, final club, Aberdeen Football Club. Yeah. Good for them. Good for the Dons. <laughs> good for them. Yeah. I had, I, I had them at fifth place. They're, they're slightly overperforming that. I still think they'll finish fifth. Um, oh, do you? Yeah. Who's, who's finishing fourth, then? Who do you think will be above them? Uh, Hearts in third, and I do. I think I think Livingston are just going to slog it until the end of the season. I think they'll just do enough to keep their head above water, and or not head above water, but just their head, just that wee bit ahead. I think they've got enough about them to just slog it out and compete with everybody on every single weekend. Um, and I think this is the season that they'll do it. Um, Aberdeen, I reckon the first cash offer that comes in for Miofsky he will be gone out the door with the dust trail behind him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say, I thought he was going to be pish. And I'm still, I, I refuse to accept I'm wrong on that one. Just because <laughs> I don't care how many goals he scores. He's so one-footed that it annoys me. He has no right foot whatsoever. Um, which I just think as a striker is like, it's, it's just annoying because you know, chances will always fall to your bad foot and you've got to at least be able to swing at it which you can't really do um, but uh, it seems like you're really, going to hoodwink somebody to say money, uh, spend money on him so I hadn't um, realised he was I thought he was a bit older than he was as well um, mm, yeah so he's quite young yeah. 23 scoring a bunch of goals in your first season in a completely different league you've come in you've adjusted well you're scoring kind of all sorts of goals apart from ones with your weak foot mm. Um yeah, I, I think there's a good chance that somebody will come in and chuck money at him, which is cool because I'm not convinced Aberdeen are smart enough to reinvest that well. And if you take him out of the team, I'm not convinced they have enough other options. D- Duke's good, but whether, Duke's, whether he's a valuable value. scorer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely Duke's, sensational value to watch, but I'm not hmm. convinced he'll poke as many away as Miofsky will. Hmm. So, so that Duke, Duke is my uh, my one in terms of I, what I did not see coming was the fact that you could have you, that a Scottish club Non old non old farm Scottish club could sign someone for four hundred grand, and they're kind of treated <laughs> like out. a cult. Like you know, like well, no, yeah. like he's, he's he's not like there's not like he's but not he's almost like a figure of like rever like not fun, but like yeah, I don't know. I'm not very describing this very well, but there seems to be not any expectation on the fact they've signed someone for four hundred grand because they've spent more on Mayovsky, and so you're just like they're just like well, this guy's fun. Like Duncan, and they've totally Duncan, like, yeah. Duncan. It's the northeast, right? So you, need to, <laughs> you need to couch everything in the fact that it's the northeast. So spend the four hundred grand on something for a bit of a laugh. It's fairly standard, I think. <laughs> it's just what they do up there. It's not news. It's just what they do. <laughs> Fair enough. 
I also thought Kel Roos was going to be rubbish and he's apparently he's been the best goalkeeper in the league this season statistically but I still I also think I'm going to be proven right about that as well so because <laughs> uh, uh, he's had his whole career has been like good and then spectacularly shite and then dropped and I, I'm waiting for the spectacular shyness um, which I think is I hope is in the post but, I had Jaden uh, Richardson yeah. as my best signing uh, simply on the basis that I know he's pals with Charlie Dunn and I love Charlie Dunn yeah. and that was about the limit of my thinking <laughs> for that entirely so yeah that was probably a little bit off as well but um, mm. yeah they they have been good they have been good I think they they should be more points clear ultimately and everyone else has kind of struggled to a degree and their away form has been pretty pretty ropey and um, to only be four points clear of hearts after hearts have been the i think hearts fans are quite happily admit we've not had a good season so far i think hearts as a club would admit we've not had a great season so far but there are there's context to it so to, at this point in the season to only be four points clear feels like a kind of missed opportunity for them when nobody else has been particularly good yeah well i think i think it's a, an american theme that that uh, no club has really taken the opportunity from from Hearts uh, being the walking wounded plus playing an extra eight games. Uh, you know, well, of, of, of intensity as well. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, but and I'm glad I'm glad that um, glad we've now got the new SPFL logo, uh, um, slogan going there. Um, waiting for the spectacularly shite. <laughs> so I think that so that that sums up exactly uh, what we're feeling about going into Thursday and the weekend's games. So I uh, just like to say this opportunity to thank Graham and Ewan. Thank you, Duncan. Thank you, Raj. Cheers. And uh, there'll be plenty of stuff as ever on the Patreon Terrace Pod. No, that's not. It's Patreon.com forward slash Terrace Podcast. Would suggest that you sign up there. There's podcasts going up daily, doing all sorts of good and interesting stuff. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, and uh, I would say enjoy your football, but let's be honest, that's not what we're, we're that's not, not <laughs> what we're here for. for. <laughs> that's not what we're here for. But, but anyway, take care and thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.